everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Shared Screens Podcast. I'm your host today, and I'm joined, or I mean, yeah, I should probably introduce myself. I'm Alec <laughs> Bobco, and I'm joined by Learen. How's it going? Hey, good. It's been a wild weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, it's that time of year again, at least for us here, you know, we do some reaction content. So it's getting to be that busy time of year. So we're actually pre-recording this uh, on Memorial Day. So it's probably going to be a bit of a shorter episode just to, you know, keep, a, keep everybody on their on their time off and enjoying their holiday. But yeah. it's, it's just it's that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for my job, we just had a huge convention that like half of the company was out. So like it was a weird week where like we use teamwork to track like our projects. So we have like late mm -hmm. tasks or like due to day tasks. And I had all these late tasks. I'm like, it's all on people that are at this, this showcase. So they're just going to hang mm -hmm. out until next week. And then, uh, Friday I was, was the first time I had to sit down and edit our D and D podcast, which if you haven't watched, go watch. It's a great introduction yeah. to Dungeons and Dragons with dungeon master Corey Freight. Um, I was editing that got that all got that all edited into youtube and i don't know what happened but it took it a full 24 hours to process youtube a is like that sometimes full 24 hours for that video to process it like, was infuriating <laughs> oh believe me i like when i was working on getting our uh legend of zelda tears of the kingdom impressions podcast up that was the night where youtube was just like shitting the bed Mm -hmm. and like it was that youtube tv where like people weren't able to watch like the playoff nba playoff game um and literally i'm just sitting there watching and that podcast is sitting there for hours at you know process processing will begin shortly but yeah. it never began. and here i'm like okay cool so like before i go to bed i'll delete it and like restart the upload mm -hmm. happened to wake up during the middle of the night checked it again still same thing sitting there process waiting to begin processing that was the whole thing so like I edit on my desktop, obviously, which like in my room. So it's like 1130 at night. I was like, I don't want to be up anymore. I'll leave my computer on. I will check yep. it sporadically and yep. just I'm going to sleep. I woke up at like Cleo demands breakfast at like five in the morning. So I get mm. up at like 5 a.m. I go to feed her. I come back and I'm like, I'll just check it really quick and then I'll go back to bed. And I check it and it's still only at like 50%. I was like, how the fuck is this possible? <laughs> This has been on the whole time. How the fuck is this physically possible? And yeah. literally, that's why it didn't go up on Saturday is because YouTube straight up, it was taking so long to process that I couldn't. And so it went up yesterday. Um, and then while I'm sitting in our YouTube, like creators, whatever they call that page, yeah. um, looking yeah. at all our videos, um, I'm just like fucking around and like looking at things. And looking at, like, our like-to-dislike ratio. <laughs> and I learned that our our video that is in the last, like, couple of months, because I'm sure this is going to change with Summer Games Fest mm -hmm. coming up. Um, but in the last couple of months, our video that has the lowest, like, like-to-dislike ratio, it's, like, 49%, mm -hmm. is the fucking short where I'm complaining about Lord of the Rings fans. <laughs> and I saw that. It was, like, honestly, this just proves my point. It just makes mm -hmm. me more powerful. <laughs> because like you're mad because i'm right <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. that just brought me like a a fun hit and then yesterday i'm going to the gym or i'm at the gym i come out of the gym one of my tires is completely flat 
Oh. I was like, this is annoying. But what I'm thinking it's because of is I drove over a screw a couple of weeks ago. And so mm. I brought it in and they patched it. And I went back on my merry way and I'm like, ah, fuck, the patch is leaking. I'll go fill it with air. I'll get home and I'll figure it out. Uh, I get to the gas station across from the gym. The car is vibrating as I try to oh, drive no. it. it is sh- I'm on the phone with Jordan panicking. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I park and I start trying to fill my tire with air and it won't fill. Like air is going in. I can tell the air is and going in, but it's right not out. filling. And I'm like, and I'm running my hand over where the patch is. It's not leaking from the patch. And I look down and next to the rim about like an inch big is this. It looked like the, it just split. <laughs> And so air is just rushing out of it as I'm trying to fill it. And I was like, all right, I live less than a mile from here. I don't know how to change a tire. (laughs) I have to just try to get it home Mm -hmm. and hope for the best. And Jordan was like, all right, I'm going to stay on the phone with you because God forbid you die. I can call someone and tell them where you are. Um, And so I'm trying to drive it home. I, my mom, the entire time I have been driving, uh, since I used to live where it was really cold, she used to constantly be on me about checking my tires and making sure I'm like putting air in the tires. And she was like, you don't want to be driving on the rim. It can really damage your tire. And I was like, what can driving on the rim really be? I learned yesterday. I learned what dri- I full on yep. got to a point where I was like, Jordan, I can't drive the car home. I have to pull over. And I'm on a road that has no shoulders. So I'm in a lane just next to the sidewalk. Hope and, and I live in California where everybody's a fucking terrible yep. driver. So I'm getting honked at. People are almost hitting me. I was My dad was like, okay, we have two options here. You can either call AAA or I can try to walk you through changing this tire. And my experience with AAA is always that, like, no offense, AAA, I feel like they take 20 years to get there. <laughs> and just, yeah, I, I think this, that's just one of those things, like, every insurance, when you're, like, kind of in that, like, you're just on adrenaline, you're just stressed, and, like, it just feels like it takes forever. I am, yeah, and I was losing my mind, because at this point now, it is uh, 12 p.m., and we have to record at one <laughs> with a guest. Oh, so it's yeah. not like one of those yep. things where I can be like, hey, I'm going to be, you know, however late. Let's right. push yeah, this back. Yeah. Um, and I was like, all right, well, let me see if I can even get the spare tire out. I get the the little things up in the back of my trunk. Mm-hmm. I can't even get the thing that has the tools in it out. It is so heavy oh, and I'm oh. like too short to get leverage over it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, I got to call AAA. I hang up with my dad, call AAA. Their original... Uh, projected time for when the triple a guy was going to get there it's 12 55 oh, <laughs> and i was geez. like oh good i'm gonna sit on the side of the road for an hour i'm gonna get hit if this happens and so my dad was like oh go on their little like web thing i go on their web thing and they were like mm-hmm. where are you and i mark where i am and immediately it's like they'll be there in five minutes and then oh, this god awesome. bless this man but this guy rolls up changes my tire my completely destroyed tire mm-hmm. he was like did this blow out while you were driving i was like no i thought i could get it home <laughs> i make poor choices when it comes to cars sometimes it was so bad it was so bad and now i'm on the spare which is a weird experience i've never driven with a spare oh, before. Yeah. i don't enjoy yep. it and I just have a giant tire in my trunk, just chilling mm-hmm. until I can go yep. back and get my tires replaced. And I'm on the phone with my dad driving home. And he was like, I'm going to bum you out even further because I'm going to let you know. Tires are expensive. Tires are expensive and you can't just buy one. I was like, yep. Why? Why can't I just buy one? He goes, 
they won't do it. Like they won't sell you just one. They will either try to sell you traction. Yeah. And he was like, they will either try to sell you the whole car because you've never had your tires replaced or at the very least, they're going to make you replace the front too. And I was like, great, sick, sick. I love, yeah, I love that. Honestly, I went through a very similar experience, maybe two, anywhere between the last two to four years. I don't remember exactly when it happened, but very similar. Like you know, I had a leak in my tire, kind of knew, I kind of knew that, but it was just one of those like, you know, just fill it up every so often, like every week or so, and you're fine. I did that with the screw for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this is acting as a plug until I can get to a tire place. I'm just going to refill yep. it every couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I'm driving home one day, just, you know, no big deal. I'm, I'm honestly like, and this was back when I was living with my parents. So I had like an hour commute one way and I'm literally like 90% of the way home. Like Mm -hmm. I'm literally just have a couple more roads left and, you know, maybe 10 minutes left on my commute. I go and I like, I'm like, I hear a sound as I'm driving. like, oh, that doesn't sound good. And I keep driving and I get to this intersection and I turn and I start and I'm like, and then I hear my car, like, I kind of feel it, like, dip that, down. <laughs> it's, the car is suddenly not even anymore on yeah. the dash. And it's like, yep. ooh, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. And so much so, I actually hear scraping. <laughs> and that is the rim driving on the road. Mm-hmm. So I literally call my parents. And I'm in a spot that I don't have the best cell service, too, on top of that. So I, I am able to get a hold of them. They tell me, okay, you can either, you know, you could replace it right there, but it's, I'm kind of in a you know similar spot, like, you know, a country road, middle of mm-hmm. nowhere. So there's basically no shoulder and yeah. it's pretty close to a curve. So I'm like, you know, what? I, I could see a dirt road up here a bit. I'll just go up there. Unfortunately, drive on the rim a bit, but yeah, I will get just, on that dirt road. So the rim has got to take it, you know. <laughs> exactly. And it's one of those more, I'm just getting off to the side of the dirt road just so I have room to actually change a tire, which I've never changed a tire like... <laughs> On, on the side of a road before so yeah. a pretty new experience like i actually get the book out and because where i've where i'm at i'm like just a little bit a little ways off the road but because mm-hmm. you know in the country uh cell service is so hit or miss sometimes like i'm just kind of in one of those spots where you go a mile off the road you know a bit off the road the main road there's just no service yeah so i'm legitimately there by myself like this in, is where I die. This is where a serial killer finds me and my life ends. Mm-hmm. Not quite that bad because like I know I'm in a deep good area, but it's one of those like, well, guess I'm here. I can't call my parents for help, but they eventually they did uh, tell me like, hey, we'll come. Like knew it, they knew where I was, so because like, they had to go get my sister's car mm-hmm. that was in the shop. <laughs> so we'll just swing by and get you. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, basically. And so I'm like, you know, I'll keep working at this. Just. Uh, keep giving it a try and the thing that I hate about the replacing it yourself is that they give you the tiniest uh, jack to like get the lug nuts out mm-hmm. so or like or the lug nut wrench and you can't get any leverage so I'm literally like it's I'm not kidding it was literally like that big yeah <laughs> and I was at one point I literally had to like use my shoe and like I have my hand on like the hood of my car and like stepping on this just to get some more leverage. That's what Jordan was saying too, where when I was on the phone with him, he was like, I love you so much and I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm not trying to say girls can't change tires. You're not going to be able to get the lug nuts off. He goes like, I struggle to get the lug nuts off and I'm taller than you. Like you're just not going to get any leverage. Well, 
that's the other thing like because it's the, literally the tool they give you is not it's meant to be used like for those extreme situations so yeah. but it's like it's only like pickup trucks that give you the full size thing not mm-hmm. most cars which was kind of the opposite you would think yeah <laughs> not necessarily the opposite but like you would think because they know that that's just physics you need yeah. leverage to be able to get the lug nuts off. So it's like, why Why do you give me this tiny little thing? It feels like you're teasing me. It feels like you are forcing me to feel inadequate that exactly. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Which so is that just was... like, mm. like, I looked at those tools. I was like, I know the jack. I don't know what half mm. this other shit is in here for. Well, that's same with me. It's like, I'm literally like looking, reading through the book. It tells you, like, following step-by-step how to change a tire. That didn't even occur to me to, like, open my car's mint. Truly didn't mm-hmm. even cross my mind to, like, look in that book. I all, My dad always has to be like, well, have you looked in the manual? I'm like, no. My dad's literally done the same thing. That's the only reason I thought, because he's always drilling into me. It's like, look at the manual. It's like, yeah. what does it say? So it's like, all right. And this is, like, the first car I've had that isn't, kind of a piece of shit (laughs) like i'm not i don't i don't mean to talk i loved my car that i had my buick lesabre that i had in college Mm -hmm. was one of my favorite cars but i essentially what had happened was during high school i took my dad to the train station to go down to manhattan every morning and i drove that car and then Mm -hmm. when i was graduating like getting ready to go to college um my uncle was moving to alaska and he was like i can't bring my Buick Century to Alaska would like that's just not physical. I just have to buy a new car there. It's fine. Um, pay me like two thousand dollars or whatever, something super cheap. Yeah, and Learen can have the car. Um, and so I get the car. It is a week before my high school graduation. I am driving from a. Jo- I just was like filling out paperwork for my summer job that mm-hmm. summer. Um, and I had, it was in an office, so I had to go that did like healthcare stuff. So I had to go get a TV test, all that stuff. I'm driving back down towards my high school graduation rehearsal. Um, and there's a bus, a school bus, not in my lane on the other side, but I don't know if this is where you live, but in New York, if a school bus stopped at the little sign out, all six lanes of traffic have to stop. Oh yeah. Um, just two lanes for us but yeah because i was in the middle i live in the country in the middle of nowhere so (laughs) um but all lanes even if you're not going the same direction have to stop yep i stop other people next to me the first two cars next to me go but whatever the next two Mm -hmm. stop we are all sitting this asshole comes up over the hill going 80 miles an hour tries to miss me and that's the only reason i'm like alive but uh hits Mm. the back part of my corner hit my buick century so hard he knocked my rear suspension off of the axis so badly the car was totaled yeah destroyed his car too oh my gosh Um, it's lucky he's not dead because he went across three lanes of traffic um if the school bus hadn't been stopped he would have died but you know whatever uh and i lost that car and immediately like we just kind of took the insurance money and bought off this old man that was going in a nursing home. I don't mm. even know if he was going to a nursing home, but it was like his kids were like, you can't drive anymore. And so mm. they were selling this this Buick LeSabre. It had like bench seats like cars in the 70s did. The oh, gear shift was nice. up behind the wheel. It had like wooden, <laughs> those fake wooden paneling inside. Mm. And I loved it. 
but it was a piece of shit. And so a lot of the time, my attitude towards my car was, I'm not looking in the manual because this probably isn't in the manual because this car is 20 years old and just falling mm-hmm. apart. It is holding on by its last leg. And so now when I have, I have my car that I lease because I'm an adult now, I just... I'm like, nah, I can, if I just can get it home, we'll be fine. And my dad's like, it's not, you're not driving a tin can anymore. Stop doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, my first car was, it's essentially, I've essentially had like hand me down cars for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, this car is actually the one that I have now I, is the first car I've actually bought myself. Yeah. Um, but the first car that my parents had let me drive. Uh, back and forth to school was a 96 Dodge Stratus and that thing it was like it was just a tank in the snow so it was just one of like low it was just a little sedan nothing too crazy about it but it that thing could just go through anything and yeah my ours was a Subaru for the same mm because I lived at my parents house at the top of a really big hill and they were like we need Mm, something that could like go (laughs) off-roading right yeah so i was my sister and i that was like both of our first cars essentially and we just both remember just loving that car because it could just you know doesn't matter what kind of weather it had, or we had um yeah and eventually like I, exactly and my dad he's always had jeeps so i eventually got a jeep cherokee when i was in college but then there's one day where it's like electronics started failing the heat wasn't working and it was just one of those like i need a car like now yeah (laughs) like i was like kind of already looking because you know some electronics were stopped working but then it was like kind of like that late march early april kind of time frame where it's like you still kind of want the heat for the mornings yeah (laughs) i had a similar thing with the buick where the windshield wipers went they wouldn't turn on oh. when you moved the thing. They would turn on randomly when you didn't turn them mm. on. They would get going so violently that I was driving on the highway with my boyfriend at the time. And it's it's Buffalo. It's fucking it's Buffalo in March. Mm-hmm. It's fucking raining. Yeah. And my windshield wipers are going crazy fast. And I was mm. again, I just need to get home and turn them off and just not think about this for a couple of days. Yep. Yep. Um it is going so fast, the blade flew off. Oh the arm went too far where the little hook that you hook the blade on with was mm-hmm. stuck on the like side by my driver's door. And oh the blade flew off on the highway. And I was like, we have to get home now. <laughs> like, we mm-hmm. are not making any stops. And I'm just going to drive as carefully as physically possible <laughs> mm-hmm. because we're down a windshield like <laughs> Oh, but I loved that car. I loved mm. it so much. It was my baby. Oh, you could fit a body in the trunk. It was the greatest <laughs> car. I uh, also had to take my driver's test in our uh, giant Chevy Astro van because that was like our <laughs> nicest car at the time. Yeah. So here's, you know, 14, 15 year old me learning how to tr- try and parallel park this massive van. <laughs> it was awful the worst time possible and then like we find like this uh the person we're gonna go and test it's like oh yeah it's like because you know we had heard like oh you got to make sure like all your light the check all these lights are off on the dash and all that and the car that i had been driving that dodge stratus because it was so old at the time this is you know it was a 96 and this is you know 20 or 2010 
Yeah, some like light is on. I don't exactly. know why, but a light is on. Well, it was always the, like the check engine light because it, yeah. it's just one of those dummy lights. And that's exactly what this guy, like the guy who we took out our Darvis test from, he was just like, oh, yeah, I don't care about those dummy lights because it's just it's just one of those things like those are gonna, they're going to be on for some stupid reason. Yeah, it's exactly. It's not like the car is going to blow up. It's just like it, it's just like, hey, there's something odd going on. Listen, as long as the check engine light isn't flashing, it's probably your car doing something dumb. <laughs> like you're. <laughs> fine exactly yeah so unless you have a subaru which i found if they get low uh or low oil levels um i guess subarus are just super sensitive to that kind of thing because you know, that's the car i have now is a subaru impreza and the i always know when my oil's low because the check engine light comes on the traction control light comes on and the blinking cruise control yeah comes on. yep <laughs> it's always those three so i know it's like oh gotta top off the oil when we we had to get rid of oh the windshield wiper must happen in the fall i guess either way it's still buffalo it's still raining um because i was studying abroad in london and my dad texted me and was like there's no fucking point in doing this your mom's getting a new a new used car you're gonna take the the subaru impreza up to (laughs) buffalo because it will be able to handle buffalo and like yeah it's newer and we'll deal with it later and then when i was moving here we were my dad was like it's not gonna pass the smog test in california he was like even if you could convince me that letting you drive your car out to california is a good idea it's not gonna pass the smog test it wasn't made there it's old (laughs) like it's not gonna pass yeah i was crushed (laughs) um i don't love my toyota but i don't know enough about cars to like really have an opinion Cause like mm-hmm. I really want like a vintage like 1970s Ford truck, just cause okay. I think it looks cool. Mm-hmm. I just like the shape. I like the way it looks. Like yeah. it's the only thing that I will be like, you know, Stephanie Meyer. I get why you made this Bella's car in Twilight. It's a really cool car, <laughs> and like mm-hmm. that is a thing that like a quirky teenage girl would love having an orange 1970s right. Ford pickup. Like, uh, it's just all aesthetic shit is why i like them like for a really long time i really like mustangs and i wanted a mustang just because of the vibe yeah couldn't tell you shit about a mustang <laughs> yeah i'm not hugely into cars either but um like the biggest reason i wanted a subaru is because all-wheel drive and like here in mm-hmm. michigan we have just i mean for one thing we our road conditions are just terrible just to yeah. begin with we got potholes everywhere and then just the winter can get so bad sometimes so uh that jeep cherokee i was driving sometimes it you would put it into four-wheel drive because it's you know it's you know it was was a 2000 cherokee so Mm. it didn't have like the you know you hit a button and it's in four-wheel drive you had to actually pull a lever yeah but sometimes that lever it like wouldn't click into four-wheel drive so you would think you're in four-wheel drive but you're still in two-wheel drive so that's why after i had that experience of like i don't want a four-wheel drive car i want an all-wheel drive car so i don't have to worry about that ever again that's the (laughs) only thing that i know knew about cars was that like when i was Mm -hmm. living in new york i wanted all-wheel drive i didn't want to have to put it into four-wheel drive Mm -hmm. i need the simplest shit on the planet here like and then uh it matt doesn't matter at all here i don't want to go off-roading so it does not matter in california um, yeah. I feel so bad for my brother-in-law because he like loves cars and no one in my mm-hmm. family gives a shit about cars. <laughs> there is no one in my family that cares. And he tries mm-hmm. to talk to me and my sister about it. And we just, we don't mean to, we just glaze just over. Smile and just the, just the nod. Yep. Uh-huh. Like, oh God. It's like, we are the worst example of our dad always did it for us. So like, 
I don't know. I don't know how to do these things because my dad just mm. does it. And not even on the like, Laren's never going to do it, so I'll just do it. It's that he's doing it to his own car and just does it to everybody's. So mm. I don't know how to look for like ty- what my tire pressure should be. I don't know how to fucking tell what my tire pressure is. Like, mm. you're, this is outside my pay grade. But yeah, after that whole tire debacle, we recorded and I, I looked at Jordan and went, I'm going to to the dispensary because i need something after the morning mm. i have had um and did you listen to the kind of funny podcast where tim and joey were talking about the vanderpump rules drama i haven't yet no hey i highly recommend it listening to tim mm. explain a 10 year long reality show plot to give you context for something that was big on Twitter was one of the mm. funniest things I've ever seen in my life because I had never watched Van- Vanderpump Rules before mm. but for some reason rich people cheating on their wives is like crack to me like mm. it's just because like why why it can't be good enough that you're like yeah, let me throw my entire fucking life and career away. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe right. I'm just a cold person, but I don't think there's anyone on the planet that I'd be like, yeah, I'm willing to risk everything, everything. I've worked for. Right. Like, that was the same thing after, like, when it came out that one of the Try Guys was cheating on his wife with an employee for, like, a year. I was like, mm-hmm. you have been working at this company for 12 years. Like, mm-hmm. you just threw all of that away and a 10-year marriage away for what for what like because they're not even together anymore like it's not like you're oh i found my soulmate and like good lord so the but the basically a guy cheated on his Mm -hmm. like girlfriend of nine years with her best friend which is wildly fucked up that's just like oh yeah absolutely a mess and i was like you know what the reunion has come out where they're all talking about this i've never watched the show before but because of tim gettys i have enough context that i can turn on this reunion (laughs) and i turn on the reunion and i'm watching it we get to the point where the guy tom sandoval is like well if ariana really wanted to know if i was cheating on her when i said i was coming to your house and i was actually going to raquel's she could have followed me i was like i love it i'm in i get why tim gettys loves this show that is (laughs) an insane thing for a man to say oh yeah that is wild and so i was like you know what i love shit reality tv the one show that I let myself watch has ended. It's not on anymore. I don't mm. have a reality show that I watch. I got Peacock. I'm going to watch Vanderpump Rules. Nice. It is such empty head crack, Alec. I have already watched the entire first season. It's so, mm. it is just rich, pretty people in California working at a really expensive restaurant. So it's all the best parts of nostalgia I have from being a bartender and being a waiter Mm -hmm. mixed with just adults that have had everything in life handed to them because they're rich and pretty being met with like the tiniest of inconveniences. It's insane. It's there is a 23 year old girl who like eight different times throughout four episodes is like, I'm 23 years old. I shouldn't be dealing with this in relationships anymore. I've been in enough serious relationships to know better. You're 23 years old. Shut the fuck up. Why are you pressuring your boyfriend for marriage? You're 20. He's 33, which is weird, but I'm not even going there. Okay. But you're 23 years old. Why are you pressuring someone for marriage? You're 23. Mm -hmm. Like I always flash back to that broad city clip. That's like, 
I'm 27 years old. What am I, a child bride? Like, what are you doing? But it's my favorite thing. It's so, mm. they're all ridiculous. And I love it because I don't, I used to, you know this, but for anybody who, who doesn't know, I used to want to be an actor. My goal was to move to California to be an actor. And I watched the show and I'm like, this is why I decided I don't want to be an actor anymore. I cannot handle people like this. I cannot handle. They're showing the guy from the cheating scandal, Tom Sandoval, when he was like 20 something years old, taking an hour to get ready. I take an hour to get ready, but my hair is over a foot long. Like mm -hmm. I have really long hair and I have to put on makeup. Why are you taking an hour to do your hair? And you have short hair. You don't have like, like there's another yeah. guy that works there named Peter who has hair like Jordan. And so when mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, I take a while to get ready in the morning. It's like, you got hair, like long hair yeah, that's curly that you have to deal with. I can't, like, I can't hand, and then, like, they get into that he doesn't open his mail, so he has, he had traffic tickets that he didn't know about, that he hadn't paid, so his license got suspended, and he didn't know, so then he's just using his girlfriend as, like, a chauffeur, and I was like, this is why, this is why I came here, and I went, I don't want to be an actor, I don't want to live in LA, mm -hmm. I, my lord, it's so, I can't, but it's so fun to watch because it's such low stakes. You oh, guys aren't sure, worried about yeah. making rent. You're not worried about like shit. Like they all sit there and say they make, you know, nothing. And I, I mean, yeah, rent in California is expensive, but this was in like 2007. It's not as expensive mm -hmm. as it is now. Um, right. Right. Like if you guys weren't going out drinking every night, you'd be perfectly fine. But it's just, it's so I, I fully, I will never talk shit about people who like reality television with exceptions. If you like toddlers and TRs in the year of our Lord and Savior 2023, I have concerns. But uh -huh. things like The Bachelorette and, and Vanderpump Rules, I'm like, or like or Real Housewives, I'm like, I don't want to watch them, but I get it now. I get it. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just, it's. I don't want us getting more reality television this fall like we are because of the fucking writer's strike. But I get it. And I think mm -hmm. we just sit with like the ones that came around from the 2007 writer's strike, like Vanderbilt Rules, Real Housewives, etc. I, I, I feel like we are in a place now where you cannot make a new reality show. There are not, yeah. you can continue reality shows that are already going, or you can revive reality shows, but you cannot make a new one it yep. just it doesn't work like i don't know if you saw the advertising all over twitter for like milf manor on on tlc oh yeah it, it's some of those things like twitter there you, there's like five ads yeah <laughs> and it's like i don't hey whenever i get certain like reality show ads i'm like what am i searching that you guys right. are putting in when you're doing the ads See, that i'm triggering that's the thing i don't think it's that anymore at least on twitter because you know, uh, well, Elon yeah. is messing everything up. I think Twitter is like, "Hey, here's just these ads that people have paid us tons of money for." So it doesn't matter what you've searched. You're here just you go. ads. <laughs> um, it's like I make fun of my dad all the time that he's like screwed our searches on now Max, but was Discovery Plus. Um, but he screwed up our searches because there's a show on Discovery Plus that my dad loves, which is a bunch of different like 
dogs that work for different armed forces and police forces do mm-hmm. challenges to see who's the best dog. My dad loves the show. <laughs> it's the mm-hmm. purest shit on the planet. It is just dogs having the time of their fucking life. And it now I get all of these like army geared reality shows because my dad watches these shows and i get all these ads on hulu and discovery plus that are like like the one that just came out where they took a bunch of celebrities and were like we're gonna put you through the training that um, oh yeah like marines go through yeah yep (coughs) which is wild Mm -hmm. the men and and just men i don't think women are allowed to go through that kind of training in the actual armed forces are they not allowed to be SEALs? That could be it. Because I think they do have, like, women celebrities on that show. Yeah, there's one. It must be the SEALs. Because I know there's one, like, special forces team in the military that women mm. aren't allowed on. Gotcha. Um, but regardless, the mm. people who go through that training, awesome. Amazing that you're able to go through that kind of shit and keep a clear head. Mm-hmm. It's great. If I am fucking Candace Cameron Burr, I am known for being on Full House and it's shitty, shitty, shitty reboot on Netflix. Why the fuck am I asking to go through this? Right. Like, I don't understand what, like, what the athletes that are on it, I get it. You've already hit the top of your profession. Oh, yeah. You you're can't... retired from the game. Like, you're you looking for the next thrill. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Like, you know. Hi. Um, can you not sit on my tablet? <laughs> can I have this? Thank you. Uh, you can sit anywhere else, just not on my tablet. It's, Thank it, you. It's shiny. <laughs> yeah, like, it's my tablet and the case I have for my laptop, my work laptop. She just loves mm-hmm. to sit on. <laughs> you have beds all over my home. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like, why? why would you want... If you're just like one of them was just the only thing she is known for is losing Colton season of The Bachelor and then being on The Bachelorette. And they're like buckling her into a Jeep and putting it underwater. I'm like, ma'am, why are you doing this to yourself? And she's like having a mental break about it. Understandably, I'm not shitting on her for that. But I'm like. Why did you choose to put yourself in this position? Like, I'm a bitch. I can't, I would not be able to handle what special forces Marines do. So I'm not going to put myself in that position because I know I'm a bitch. Like, what are we doing here? You're back here like, yeah, you're a fucking it's, bitch. It's one of those things like people just think they have something to prove for themselves. I like, need everyone listening. You have nothing to prove to anyone. No one else human beings are selfish as shit none of us care and if somebody doesn't like you and wants to talk shit about you they're going to use anything you do to prove yourself as another reason to be like oh this is using Vanderpump rules as an example one of the girls books like i don't know singing at some club here and a bunch of people go expecting her to fail and make fun of her she doesn't so they find other reasons to be a fucking asshole to her like you don't you don't put yourself through mental torture because you think you need to prove something or you want instagram followers it's not worth it (laughs) it's just Mm. not it's not worth it just go and do the mass singer then like that's literally what the show is it's like what celebrity is falling out of the public eye yeah, and who can we that and like like dancing with the stars? 
it's like another one where it's like kind of shows yeah like yeah i feel like whenever a celebrity is going on their like redemption tour um dancing with the stars or mass singer now is always on on that and i love it because Mm -hmm. it's it's one of those things that i feel like puts in a stark divide how people like our age and younger look at celebrities and how people Mm -hmm. older than us look at celebrities because like Compared to like a YouTuber, like a YouTuber who got in like really big trouble, like um, like Gus Johnson, who got like he did some terrible things to his girlfriend mm-hmm. and now doesn't have a platform. If he went out fucking dancing with the stars, no one our age, none of his old supporters would be like, Yes, I want to hear what you have to say on dancing with the fucking mm-hmm. stars. And then you can come back to YouTube and have a career. Like Right. It's just like I don't I can't think of like what a a successful redemption tour for like a YouTuber or someone who's more popular with like the younger demographics like um mm-hmm. not that he would ever need one but like a Pedro Pascal like what their redemption tour would look like because going on dancing with the stars would not be it. That would not be how yeah. you win people back. <laughs> I mean, I would say the, the successful one, like actually, I think it was actually the first season of Mass Singer was uh, T Pain. Like, oh yeah, he was the he was the winner there, and it's like he's basically showing like, hey, I'm not just auto tune, like I can actually <laughs> sing, which I was impressed to learn, and like that's oh. a big thing out of the time that he was a musician. Auto tune was new; we all loved it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So like and like he's even come out with like some really good cover like a cover album and like so it's like that actually worked for him like a lot of times these redemption arcs they start on these shows and they don't go anywhere but like for him this, it was like the mass hair kind of like struck gold on that first season or two but then it's one of those they just they just kept pumping it out like Dancing with the Stars they had like two seasons a year it's like yeah. we don't need that much. we don't need it that much and I feel like this is this is a similar thing where it's like you don't have to prove yourself to people as T-Pain wasn't going on there and being like I'm not just auto-tuned but being shitty he's like no I actually can sing and I know that mm-hmm. the rest of you just don't know exactly. and so like yeah. I'm not trying to prove anything I already know I can sing so I'm just mm-hmm. showing you showing which is I that. think yeah. the beauty of entertainment now is if you mm-hmm. have a talent you can just put it out like yeah independent music actually means something where like you can mm-hmm. make your own albums and release them on spotify yeah that. soundcloud <laughs> yeah i want to say soundcloud because there's such a uh like negative connotation to like soundcloud yeah. rappers um yep. oh god i that's also one of the things for the from like the 2010s that i'm a little nostalgic for is whenever you would go into a strip mall there was someone you went to high school with trying to hand out their rap cd (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing there was one guy he would come to the bars too and like try to hand it out the bars i'm like this is an even worse idea because i'm gonna lose this (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna set this down on the bar to pay the bartender and forget it's there and like yeah. these are all just going to end up thrown out. Wow, you're really yeah. mad about this. You're really just going to sit here and pout, <laughs> like goddamn. Shh, staring take at take me. Away the shiny, yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh my god! Alrighty. Well, that's on that note. We're going to wrap it up here. This is a nice one. Getting to talk about some uh, uh, car trauma. 
and uh reality show so yeah that's a, that's a good nice little easy one um we got a bunch of stuff coming up so like we uh learen said we have our new project new rollers that just came up i say just as at this one is uploads it'll be a couple weeks ago but uh be sure to check that out we've got a lot of reactions uh that are coming up and being posted so we got you know the playstation showcase that happened summer games fest we're gonna have uh xbox showcase and starfield direct reactions so stay tuned for all that and yeah yeah just a lot of stuff coming up hit that so much notification bell we're getting into we're getting into the bad times (laughs) we're getting into the june bad times yeah that's that's why we were taking it a bit easy uh this weekend pre-recording this so uh yeah all right goodbye